Hello, I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Executive Talk. All those that are watching live stream right now and also those who will be watching the show later. Today's show is in continuation with last week's show is the mission statement, where our goal and our mission is to resur resurrect the value of the mission statement within your, within your business plan. So today's show topic is going to be called, What is your mission statement actually communicating? So today we're going to really dive into the actual wording of your mission statement and what it means to you and how it actually, what, it, what are the implications that it has within your business model? And that's what we're going to address today. So just for a reference point, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about um, some highlights from our last week's show. So that way you understand what we're talking about here today. And what we did last week is we actually defined the mission statement. And there's four main points out of that particular show that I want you guys to hear today. So with the mission statement, it's one of the first things that we do when we write our business plan. When we're excited, when we're ready to start our business, we take out that pen and paper and the first thing we write is the mission statement. So um, with, that, with that being said, it's actually one of the most purest point of our business because at that mo moment in time, we're excited, we haven't had client interactions, it's just a very fresh point. And so that's why it's called the heartbeat of the business. Everything that you feel about your mission and everything that you want to serve comes from that mission statement. There's also some various synonyms that we looked up when we talked about mission statement and what it actually means. So the synonyms for mission is calling, purpose, goal, and also function. So those are some particular synonyms that mission statement actually stands for. And the mission statement is the main vein of your business. What that means is that everything starts with your mission statement, all the way from your marketing, your client interactions, and everything that you do stems from your mission statement. So that's the power and impact that the mission statement has on your business. So in order to really put framework around the show, I like to always uh, deal with definitions because I think definitions really clarify exactly what we're talking about in the statements that we want to, the message that we really want to create here. So let's go ahead and define communication. So the definition of communication is a two-way process of reaching mutual understanding in which participants not only exchange information, news, ideas, and feelings, but also create and share meaning. And general communication is a means of connecting people or places. Now, when I looked up this definition of communication, um, what came up is just a business dictionary, which I didn't know there was one, but there is. So this is what it came up with. So let's go ahead and break down this, this definition. We have a two-way process, so that means from one party to the next, a reaching a mutual understanding. Okay, so the goal of any type of communication is to reach a mutual understanding in which participants can exchange information, news, ideas, and feelings, but also create and share meaning. So with the meaning, that's, that's a feeling, that's a value point, which is congruent with the mission statement. And also in general, communication is a means of connecting people or places. So let's go ahead and redefine the mission statement. In our last show, in our last segment, we um, defined, we came up with the definition of the mission statement. And the definition is a formal summary of values and goals to clearly outline who the company, group, or person is and what it wants to do. So just to break that down, it's a formal summary. So any good mission statement is a summary of the values and goals. And the key element is values and goals. So that goes back to the synonym, which is the purpose, the calling um, of what you're doing, of your particular mission. 
to clearly outline who the company, group, or person, so no matter if it's a company, group, or person, it needs to clearly outline who those people are and what it is that it wants to do. So what is the purpose? What is the function of that company? So what I did is uh, try to be just a little bit creative with that, and I took communication also the mission statement, and I came up with a, I combined the definitions, and this is what I came up with. It's a two-way process which participants not only exchange values and goals, but also communicate as a means to connect their party to another person or place. So when you think about that in your daily interactions, when you're trying to do business or generate business with somebody else, your goal is to, it's a two-way process, so you have the communication where participants, participants are exchanging values and goals. So that way, when you're sitting down with somebody, you're exchanging your values and goals. But also, you want, it's also to communicate as a means to connect the other party to another person or place. So the mission is to get that person to, an, to the next place or person. So what we're gonna do is I created a mission statement and it's, it's of nobody specific company, but the, 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 true, the true reason why I'm saying that is because I have the, our company XYZ, so there is no true company here. But I came up with a mission statement. And what we're gonna do with this mission statement is find out what exactly is this mission statement really communicating? Because there's, there's a lot of implication behind the words. So our company XYZ is a leader in new age electronics that will take today's business owners from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability. We will have a staff that supports a worldwide infrastructure for maximum results for the client base we serve. So when you hear that mission statement, right off the top, it sounds like a very, very strong mission statement. There's a lot of, we, so this company wants to be the leader, okay, in electronics, and it wants to take today's business owners from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability. Okay, so that's, that's really good. I mean, what company doesn't want to be part of a company that wants to take business owners from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability? That's a huge deal. And we will have staff that supports a worldwide infrastructure for maximum results for the client base we serve. So when you think about that, so this company is already saying that they want to hire people because they're going to have staff and it supports a worldwide infrastructure. So that means that they're going to have an infrastructure set up where the, the people within the staff have opportunities for growth, to travel, to be in a new country, and also work for the same company. There's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for salespeople to travel to other companies. So there's a lot of opportunity within this company and maximum results. That means that this, client, this particular um, company is looking for maximum results. So they want to be a billion dollar company possibly. They definitely want to take it to the next level and really be the leader in this industry and based on the mission statement. So um, that's, there's, a good, there's a lot of good possibilities. So the question is, why, what, what could be happening also behind the message? Because we, ha we have a lot of good things but also, what are the implications behind some of the wording that we see in here? So let's go ahead and discuss this company's values and goals. So what is the company's underlying message? The company's underlying message is business owners aren't, are stagnant and they need to get with the times. We saw that in the mission statement here that our company XYZ 
is a leader in new age electronics that will take today's business owners from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability. So the, comp the company's underlying message is again, business owners are stagnant and they need to get with the times. So what is their value point? So the value point is another word for their brand. What exactly are they saying out here? So it's to help the stagnant business owners into a place of speed and profitability. That's their brand. So when you go out into the marketplace and you meet this XYZ company, that's, they're gonna, or their business cards, their presentation is gonna point towards this value point in their brand of the stagnant business owner is in a place of speed and profitability. So how big does this company feel, feel like this, uh, this problem is? So this, this, uh, how big the the, is a stagnant problem? It's a worldwide problem. Based on the mission statement, they, wanna, they will have a staff that supports a worldwide infrastructure for maximum results for the client base we serve. So the, the implication is it's a worldwide problem. So when do the business owners have the problem? Today. So they're talking about today's business owner, that every day going forward, today is the day that the business owner is, is stagnant and needs to speed and profitability. What is, the what is the problem? Business owners are stagnant. So what we have to look at is what are the key words and what are their implications? So the key words um, within this mission statement are infrastructure, leader, worldwide, maximum, business owner, speed and profitability, and also stagnant. Those are some of the main words that when I was going through, the, going through this mission statement that I created, those are the words that pop, popped out. And let's figure out what the implications could be on the back end. So what is the mission statement actually communicating? So leader, it seems like this company, in order to be the leader in this particular field of electronics, they're gonna to need to have high startup costs. That means that they're gonna need investors. There's potential high turnover with this company. And maybe out of touch with clients. They're gonna have brand management. There's gonna be constant pressure to be number one and not a lot of opportunity to rest. So let's kind of break those down a little bit. So when you think about high startup costs, in order to be the leader, that means that you're gonna need to come out of the gate as soon as you open the business with a lot of profits and a, a lot, of, lot of infrastructure because it's, it's for a worldwide vision. So that means that they're gonna need assets, they're gonna need buildings, they're gonna need computers, they're gonna need a lot of place for staff. So that's where the high startup costs come from. So high turnover. So within the first year, first two years, they're gonna have a lot of changes within the company that may not, so those that are hired immediately may not be around two years from now. There's gonna be a lot of turnover in this, in this particular company. They may be out of touch with clients. Because they're trying to be the leader in this industry, that means that they have to, meet, they have to lead at a, a very fast pace because their goal is to be a very speed and profit, profitable company because that's their brand that they're promoting out to the target audience. So um, what it boils down to is the brand management. They're gonna have a hard time maintaining that brand because they wanna keep the, the speed and profitability, that means that, that means that there's gonna be a lot of people out there who won't understand what's going on and they're gonna miss a lot of opportunities and they're gonna to have to constantly promote this particular company, which means that's where the high startup costs and the high costs going forward. They're gonna to to constantly promote and advertise their brand in order to maintain it. There's gonna be constant pressure to be number one. 
So everything that they're, they're going to do and what they're going to aim towards and also the decisions that they plan to make has every direction based on being number one because they want to be the leader in the electronics field. And there's not a lot of opportunity to rest. Okay. Now, in business ownership, there's really never really a lot of opportunity to rest because there's always so much change. But with this company, the way that they set it up based on the mission statement, they want to be the leader. So that means they have to be forward thinking every single time and almost in a place of creating their own electronics that makes sense to them along with everything else. So what will they need? They're going to need funding. They're going to need investors. They're going to need a, quite a large staff. And they're going to need to outsource because their mission is to have a worldwide infrastructure. So there's a lot of impl implications when they want this. So we will have a staff that supports a worldwide infrastructure for maximum results for the client base we serve. And that's where that outsourcing comes, comes along. So let's take the word stagnant. I mean, in a lot of cases, nobody likes to feel stagnant. That's true. But their target market is business owners. Okay, so let's go ahead and read that again. Our company XYZ is a leader in the new age electronics that will take today's business owners from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability. So the business owners are stagnant. That's what they're saying right now. So how does that feel in the marketplace when they meet with business owners? How do you think the salesperson is going to react to when, they, when they're going to a networking event and they say, hey, I'm with XYZ company. This is what we do. It's probably going to be a very, it's probably going to be a very off-putting presentation. Their growth pace doesn't matter because they're behind anyway. So when you say business owners are stagnant, what that means is that that business owner, no matter where they're at in their growth, you're already implying that they're stagnant and behind the times when it comes to electronics. So if you're a large company, you even still you could be behind. Because there's no definitive place when it comes to business owners. It says business owners as a whole. It doesn't say just a small or medium or what specific type. It just says business owners as a whole. So this stagnant can be very off-putting in the marketplace. So let's talk about business owner. So as I just mentioned, it doesn't really define the size. It doesn't really define the type, the industry, or why. It just says every business. So every business is a stagnant business according to this particular company based on the mission statement. And that's why there needs to be a lot more clarity behind what is mentioning right here. But just based off the mission statement, that's what's being promoted. So it's very, it could come off very off-putting when it comes to the business owners and how they receive this message. So let's take the word maximum, okay? The company wants to be a, I feel like based on maximum results, that means that there's no limit. Something, that some, something so good can actually turn out very bad because this company will probably do whatever it takes to reach a million dollars, which will then create um, this company to be a multi-million dollar company, which this company will want to be in, end up in return becoming a billion dollar company. So there's no end to where this company wants to go. That could be good or bad, but it could be very off-putting again. So it probably wants high recognition. It probably wants to be on Forbes. The CEO probably wants to be on Forbes magazine. Probably wants to be on TV. Probably wants to be interviewed everywhere. This company is very money, money motivated, obviously, with the maximum results. So what about marketing? What, what, what will this mission statement do to this company's marketing? What kind of things will it force? 
So the marketing message will probably show how the business owners don't have enough. Because if you're saying that business owners are stagnant, you're put, you have to put them in a place of saying that you don't have enough, you need more. What you currently have does not work, you need more. So the marketing message is going to, I don't know, for the receiver, not going to feel so good. It's also going to say, again, that you're slow and that you're stagnant, of course, because they're taking the business owner from a place of being stagnant to a place of speed and profitability. So in order to market to this market directly, you have to actually show and elicit some of the areas in their business electronics-wise, where are they slow and stagnant? And that's going to be their whole marketing message the whole time. The marketing message probably at the end of the show or probably during the, the beginning of their commercial is probably going to say, go fast. It's probably going to say, get there now because you're ready. You need this electronics now which means that the company will probably have to constantly remind this clients why they're choosing their particular service. So for example, when you have such a marketing message where you don't have enough, if the company, if, if XYZ company is telling you you don't have enough, but then this company B comes over here and says, well, you have enough, all you need is this, and that will last you for years. What you'll have to constantly do is prove to this client why they don't have enough and also put them in a position to purchase all the time. And for that, this company XYZ, in order to maintain their brand and also their relationship with the client, they have no choice but to market this way. And that does not feel good, but that's where this company, based on its mission statement, that's what the implications are and that's where it's going to take the company's decisions. Whereas company B, the, the company B is going to come to a point where they want to say, we can, do, we can do this, we can do it better, we can do it for a less cost, and you don't have to do it XYZ and constantly buy over and over again. We want to get you right now with the right price, and that's, that's where your competition will say, this is where we differ from that company that you're with currently. So this, so this mission statement is very dangerous. So let's talk about the salespeople. What will, how would a salesperson react to this particular company based on their mission statement? It seems like because it's a worldwide company that this staff will be highly traveled. And that's, that's, a, good, that's a good place for the um, salesperson to be, for them to have the opportunity to be able to come from their home state of New York and be able to travel to India to work on a project. That's a great opportunity. There's nothing wrong with that. But also that can also create a, a, a very close-hearted sales presentation. So when you're telling, when you're saying speed and profitability and that you're stagnant as a salesperson, as a receiver, what you're probably going to say to your client is, you need this now. There's no reason why you should not go with our company based on this. Based on where you're at electronics, you need to spend XYZ amount of money to get ahead of the times and also stay current. And then you'll need to spend more money years from now in order to stay current because you need to have speed and profitability. And that's the type of presentation that a mission statement actually funnels off into when it comes to your salespeople, which then creates burnout. Because typically what will happen is this salesperson is not going to be set up for success based on that mission statement because not everybody needs that electronics right now. Not everybody feels stagnant. Not everybody really cares that much about electronics. But what the salesperson will do is run into a lot of sales pre presentations off of excitement. 
And then once he or she feels the rejection that, no, I don't really need it. No, I don't really need it. But you're being told at the home office based on this particular company that, no, they do need it. They're just not your right client. Just keep going. It creates a lot of frustration within, the sales, within your salesperson and which will create that burnout. So you really have to be careful based on this mission statement on how it's presented. Typically, the reaction from this, from this particular company to their salespeople is, is a little different. And what that, what that means is the sales quotas, if the sales quotas aren't met, they could be fired very quickly. So this is, it sounds like a company that wants maximum results means that if you're not selling, if you're not reaching these quotas each month, that means we're going to have to let you go and find somebody else who can sell better than what you can and get us to our goals. Because again, the mission statement is based on maximum results for the clients that we serve. So typically, when you look in the sales paper or when you look at um, monster.com for this company, you're probably gonna be offered something of that low salary, high commission job. This particular company will probably offer the low salary, high commission. So the trade-off is we'll offer you these high commissions, we'll offer you travel, we'll go ahead and pay for this, we'll do this for you, we'll, we'll offer you gas and mileage, but this is a trade-off for you to actually promote this speed and profitability. That's the type of presentation that this mission statement does for a salesperson as well. So what about the clients that you serve? You know, a lot of business owners, uh, one of our main missions is to have loyal, loyal clients. Okay, everybody loves loyalty, everybody wants it, everybody wants to receive that from their clients and all the hard work that you put in to get the client, you also want that level of loyalty to retain that client. But you'll always be missing a level of loyalty within this mission statement because it's a very churn and burn. It's a very place, it's a putting your clients in a place of inadequacy and if you, if, a, if company B comes into place and says, hey, you are adequate, you have enough electronics to make things work, you will lose a lot of majority of your clients all the time. But I think this particular company, based on how their mission statement is set up, is that they realize that it's just today's business client. So if that, that client is gone, well then today there's so many clients out there that need our services, we won't really need to deal with it anyway. So that lack of loyalty from this company XYZ and the clients is very big. And there, there's a huge problem right there. So that is that churn and burn relationship. So in that churn and burn relationship is just relative to that particular moment. And that's what, that's what the problem is when it comes to, this, uh, comes to this relationship. So another area is worldwide, okay? Not a, again, not a bad scenario to be able to travel worldwide and make your business grow everywhere. But that requires outsourcing. Outsourcing is relative to the client experience because sometimes you don't want to call that 1-800 number and have that interaction that you don't quite understand. Okay, it's going to be high travel. So there is another, so high travel is a good thing, but also high travel means that there's, there's a lot of flying back and forth, there's a lot of costs that's on your business and there's a lot of pressure, financial pressure. That's a lot of employees to manage, okay? That's your payroll, that's your vacations, that's everything managing the, all the way from upper management to senior management to everything that is necessary in order to maintain this business model, that's a lot. And also, it creates a lot of bit, quite a bit of loss. 
So if things get bad, when you make a decision to uh, lay off people, you won't just lay off two or three people. You'll probably lay off a huge chunk at one time. And it could be catastrophic to a lot of people. So, and also, it creates a lot of, since you have, you're going to have a lot of assets out there in the marketplace, meaning a lot of buildings, it's going to put you in a place where you have to lose and sacrifice assets as well. So there's quite a bit of assets that this infrastructure creates. So the infrastructure is set up for worldwide, which means high staff, high debt. It means there's going to be buildings, constant change, and it'll, it'll take quite a bit to maintain the business model. So the last part of it that, I'm, that concerns me the most is we serve. It's not the fact that we serve. We serve is actually a, a very good statement. We serve is part of the mission statement, and the key word is serving. So if you're serving, that's good. But let's think about the place of where is placed at within the mission statement. And it's a very small detail, but it could mean quite a bit. We serve is last. Okay, so when we look at the sentence, we will have a staff that supports a worldwide infrastructure for maximum results for the client base we serve. It's last. Why is that not in the very beginning? So it's, if people receive this and read it, the, what the, the implications could be that this company could be a very, this is a very self-serving mission statement. And that's the problem behind the words of this mission statement. It's not that it's a bad mission statement, but there's a lot of open areas in this mission statement that can really have you questioning the integrity of this company. So what I want for you guys to do, because next week we're going to continue on. This is going to be our third part of the series next week, and we're going to really end this on a good note. But I want you guys to really think about today's message and think about your mission statement and pull it out again. And I want you to think about the implications that you may uh, be speaking without, without trying to say it. And really, really, if you have an opportunity to change it, go ahead and make those changes and make that opportunity so you're sending the right message. But today's show, we're going to go ahead and end it. I want you guys to look us up on our social media. Under Facebook, we have Executive Talk, LinkedIn, under Maurice Washington. In our meetup group, we have Executive Business Talk TV show. And also on Instagram under Executive Talk, and you'll find more updates on there. And you'll, have our, and you'll actually find today's show. But other than that, I want to say thank you for taking your time today, and we'll see you next week.